welcome to our first ever episode of our podcast of the Becoming Empress podcast, our empire that is yet to come. (laughs) This is the first of many things that we have planned for our very long future together. Um, But we've been talking about doing the podcast for ages, obviously. And what better way to do it other than talk about the thing that has united us, brought us together into each other's lives and grown our souls together as wellness. And um, before we go in and introduce ourselves, I feel like we should lay it down in regards to what we kind of want this podcast to be for people, um, both of us, just so that you can get a gist of each other or, you know, whoever's listening can get a gist of who we are. Because obviously we have the love of wellness, but I think what brings us together and I think will benefit a lot of people that do listen to this is that we are very similar, but very different. So different. <laughs> so different. <laughs> so We've different. the same brain in amazing ways. I love that. Um, so do you want to go first in regards to like what you, you know, see as wellness and like the big things that you're really passionate about? And how you like the things that you kind of see this podcast going through? Yeah. So everyone knows me as Shah. Hello. Hi, everyone. So excited for this. You have no idea. Um, but for me, wellness, and I think like the one thing that kind of like brought Lily and I together was actually our wellness, like our interest in wellness and like how, like, you, like she said, like we are very, very similar but we're very, very different. I genuinely do believe we share the same brain in the best possible way, but we could not be so far from each other. It's bizarre. It's crazy. Yin and yang, baby. Um, but, I... <laughs> um, but like what I'm so passionate about, and I think what the growth that we've kind of like been on together is actually accepting ourselves for ourselves and then giving ourselves grace for that. And I think if you are, obviously you'll get to know Lily and I, we are very much like we strive for the best and we don't accept anything less. <laughs> we don't accept anything less. Um, but it's like actually owning that things take time and that we should, you know, sometimes slow down. And I think that's kind of the growth that I've kind of gone on. And that's the thing that I'm really, really passionate about is actually being patient in things and loving on yourself and not working yourself to depletion um, and actually giving yourself acts of self-love and how important that is and that is literally what I'm so passionate about and it's also you know channeling that inner love that you have for yourself and then being able to refill your own cup and obviously we'll go into that so much more um but it's actually you know loving on yourself first pouring into yourself and I literally channel that to everybody and I empower everybody to do the same um because I am a retired people pleaser (laughs) um and over that now um and I literally call myself that a retired people pleaser um and it's actually you know doing things that make you happy and refilling your cup and then having your cup so full that you can then give from the overflow and that is literally what I'm so passionate about and I really really want people to start doing that and um but of, of course you know it does kind of take time of and you have to fully kind of you know accept yourself for who you are first before you can do any of that you can't love yourself if you don't accept yourself so um I think the topic that we're talking about today is very very kind of connected with that completely so yeah that's a little bit of jar love so um yeah I mean you hit the nail on the head 
so much and I agree with so many of your points but for me it's also like like there's a completely different sort of journey and like path for me personally because I'm not a retired people pleaser if anything I'm like the polar opposite of that and um was definitely like a really almost toxic selfish person and very in um insensitive and so out of tune with my emotions and was very like just so out of tune with my emotions in the sense that I always hid sadness with like anger and like um, defensiveness and aggression. And I am such a fiery person. Like my three main signs are all in fire. Like, so I have serious passion and there is a borderline of passion and aggression. And I did cross that line a lot when I was younger. And a lot of things was very much like not really knowing how to actually express how I was feeling, deflecting a lot, really struggling with struggling, struggling, <laughs> really struggling with vulnerability. That is something that I really struggle struggled with. And is something that I do still kind of struggle with is vulnerability. But um yeah that's like something that I found that my path went down more is is showing that vulnerability um trying to be more sensitive to other people's feelings and understanding because I could be so insensitive I think it is the Sagittarius in me that that brute honesty and the like disconnect with my emotions it did genuinely and it is something that I do still like have to work on and it will probably be something that I will continue to work on throughout my life is just the lack of understanding of the connection between emotion and people's opinions or people you know what I mean like I really do struggle sometimes with something that I will say and how someone could get offended by it when I'm like but it's not anything personal it's just a truth to it's a truth to me yeah taking grace with that and understanding that beforehand like especially when I was growing up as like a teenager and stuff I very much was like I am who I am take me or leave me like it's all or nothing like I'm not changing for anyone like all that kind of just toxicity and bullshit and didn't really take a lot of responsibility for myself like I'll be completely honest and I think a lot of people still don't and I think a lot of people really struggle to say actually yeah nah, I'm a bad guy <laughs> uh, I did wrong I probably shouldn't have done that my bad or do you know what you're right actually that you was a different be. thing like yeah. I didn't see it <laughs> Or can you explain to me why what I've said has offended you? Like, I don't understand and actually try to listen rather than just deflect and be like, well, that's not like, da, 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 da. like stop making other people's emotions invalid by just being like, well, that's, that's like, no, that's not, that's not how you feel. Like, that's not, that's not why, do you know what I mean? Like, um, whereas beforehand I used to be like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, no, I would like, why would what I say make you feel like that? That's just stupid. Yeah. In all honesty though, like I do genuinely think you always need to think about your, the culture that you come from. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, very much in the UK, we sugarcoat everything. Like we sugarcoat everything. We go around stuff. Like we, we we could insult you and you wouldn't even know because it's it's literally slathered in sunshine and glitter. Like you could never guess the passive aggressiveness of the English people <laughs> is a joke. Um, however, like 
it's like however in all honesty you're European you're Portuguese so you guys literally come from a culture of like it's a matter of fact so you say it as it is like that is your culture and I think when you're coming to England like the UK we're very much we don't say things as it is we we would sugarcoat it like I sugarcoat everything I'd be like oh my god like she doesn't I'm just gonna try and go around and try and deliver bad news bad or I'll go around it because we are so we don't want to offend anyone mm. outright to their face even if it is the truth and I think you need to like un, like we need to take into that con- that into consideration because with Panos like he used to say it all the time he'll be like but it's the truth though and I'm like yeah. but babe you can't say that but you can do you know what I mean and then it's kind of like I didn't mean it in that way whereas like everyone's kind of accepting it in that way and you're like I didn't mean it in that way you can't think like that you know yeah. so it's kind of accepting that and growing within a person you have done so well <laughs> I try getting better I do still have a long way to go though but I do think it's a lot is taking responsibility for myself and actually understanding my personal toxic traits which segues beautifully onto the topic of what we want our first episode to be which is looking within and accepting our toxic traits isn't it accepting your toxic traits and yeah taking that first step in the uh aa meeting i don't even like it's not even an aa because it's not alcoholics anonymous but um (laughs) (laughs) um it's just taking that first step the first step I genuinely feel with you call it TA Wellness Anonymous Wellness Anonymous WA Wellness yeah I think Anonymous. so top choice WA what did I say we could do that did I say WA huh what did I say WA okay <laughs> <laughs> for a split second I was like wait did I say something different um yeah WA wah um so the first step of wah is admitting you have you're the problem admitting you're the issue and admitting that you ain't all there you ain't all there you got some shit to deal with literally when do you remember the first point that you were like oh yeah maybe I'm the issue do you remember the first time that hit you (laughs) for me I mean don't get me wrong I do I think I said this to you before I think I have been like borderline narcissistic like I was like there I was like there (laughs) yeah like and I can say that now because I kind of know what a narcissist is I mean it's very very like different from like you know being a people pleaser right to borderline narcissistic like they're completely opposite like that is a paradox in itself but um yeah no I for me I realized like I maybe it's the Libra in me maybe I don't know what it is but I had this weird obsession with being liked yeah like I have to be liked. Like if you didn't like me, I would badger you until you liked me or f- at least found out why you didn't like me. Mm. I, w- I wouldn't understand why it like because that's the narcissist in me because I think I'm an amazing person. So like, it was kind of like, it was yeah. kind of like, how can she not like me? I don't understand this. I'm like, there must, be, there must be a you problem. There must be something wrong with you if you don't like me. Like it was like that. Yeah. Um, okay. We're getting raw and real. Getting very raw and real here. Um, and it got to the point where I would even change myself. It's not like I would get mean or anything. I would just start changing myself so that you would like me, if that makes sense. So say, for example, yeah. I don't know, um, like back in the day, like I used to, I didn't, I was a tomboy. I played football. I was very much a tomboy. Like I chilled with the boys. I like in primary school, I'd always play football, sports head. But like all the girls 
for some reason, like my best friend was a girl and all my other friends were guys, but like the girls that she used to hang out with, I just didn't think they liked me. And obviously it was because I didn't act like a girl. I was chilling with all the boys, you know? So I literally went zero to a hundred of like, oh my God, yeah, I wear makeup. Oh my God, yeah, I love all, and I hated all that stuff. Like I hated it. Like in my soul, I was just like, kill me now. Like I just can't stand the color pink. And I hated the color pink for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. But back in the day, I loved Groovy Chick. I loved pink. Like I, I loved wouldn't. Groovy like, Chick. <laughs> I, I mean, Groovy Chick was chick was okay but it was the whole pink it was but it was everything girl I was like eh, it just it gave me the ick and I was like what 10 yeah. um but yeah like I actually like changed myself to be liked and it wasn't until like and I mean this went on for a very long time like I'm saying primary school it happened in high school it happened in sixth form because I wanted to be liked so much I literally I, I, I called myself a chameleon like I literally yeah. blended in to people like I you know change myself that person and it was only until high school when I realized I'd lost myself because <laughs> I didn't really know who I was because I was just like basically a part of whichever group I was in I wasn't really myself and then that's when I realized like wait a minute <laughs> that's a little bit toxic Shah. like you're basically like single white femaleing all the people basically being them <laughs> <laughs> and not really being yourself and then it's when I completely lost myself at uni and I was just like lost I was like I don't know who I am now this yeah. is a little bit confusing yeah. that's when I started like okay let me just take ownership of who I am and like just start becoming like being myself um so yeah definitely like I said it was like I was just a comedian like I don't even I I think like I had I, I think at one point people used to nickname me Gemini because they were all like you're so two-faced because I didn't know who I was. It was bizarre. Wow. It was, yeah. Like, I mean, don't go wrong. Girls are mean. Girls are so mean. That's literally why all my friends are guys. And all my friends who are girls have a lot of masculine energy. <coughs> really. Um, but like, it's because, and this is why we get along so well. Um, but yeah, like it wasn't even like I was being two-faced. I was literally just like, it was the desire to be like that I would literally yeah. be. And I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I just be who I wasn't, be who I'm not, if that makes sense, be yeah. someone I'm not, be fit in, fit in, stuff like that, and yeah, like I said, people pleaser, and it was rooted since I was seven, so, Mad. a lot of healing, crazy, we How are, are the complete, we like, literally, this is why it's like, we're the complete opposite, because I was the complete opposite, like, the complete opposite, I didn't care who liked me, or who didn't, I never had an issue with that ever. I never, ever, ever had an issue with like whoever liked me or who didn't. I didn't give a shit. Like I did not give a flying fuck. I never cared. I still to this day don't really care. Like I just don't care. Um, I've always, always been more in touch with my masculinity than my femininity energy. Um, yeah, like growing up, at like primary school and stuff like that I literally went through all of those phases phase, uh, phases of like being a grunger like I was a tomboy like I never really really had like a proper girly girly stage of like um I didn't mind the color pink there was nothing like that but I never felt girly girly so like I had you know I had those stages of like loving my barbies and brats and all of that kind of stuff but I never oh, felt brats. Yeah, like I never felt girly girly. Like I've never had that obsession with like makeup or my appearance. I actually never had 
anything to do with my appearance. I never gave a crap because I just, I don't know, I just didn't care. Like, yeah, just the way that I looked, I just didn't really care. My only insecurity that I ever had was with my body hair. But for me, like my personality has always been strong because literally like one, the culture that I've just grew up in, all of the women in my life, like in my family are strong women. Like they're all very strong, very opinionated, very stubborn, very bossy. Like there is a lot of, a lot of the um, negative traits that I had definitely stemmed from my family and the, the way that they were brought up and um, it trickling down a hundred percent because, you know, my mum was like one of 11, um, massive family. They were really, really poor, like did not have like any money. And my mum literally had like four years of education. She had to go out and start working at the age of 13, like all of that kind of stuff. It's this, it's so common in pretty much anyone within my culture, um, especially in the community in our area as well. Like it's just common. So like a lot of my mum's upbringing was survival mode. And like, she didn't have the opportunity to like really be in touch with her emotions and to kind of like figure things out. She didn't have the opportunity to be able to like test the waters to see what path she wanted to go down. It was survival mode. Like she had to make money, like she needed to survive, to live. And she want, and she came over to this country to like get the best opportunity that she could for her life. Um, she's doing great now, obviously. She's doing amazing. And my mum's such a she's strong my mum's brilliant like she's such a strong role model and there's so much like that I have learned from her my independence my confidence all of that sort of stuff definitely comes from like my mum and my and my family but being in touch with my softer side was the downfall of that and that like I didn't get that from my family because I like they were always like just strong 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 like you don't show your emotions like you just deal with it just get over it kind of thing and something that I'm actually kind of happy with in regards to that sort of stuff is we say it and it's done. Like you can get like in the most heated argument and be like, but once it's said, it's said like, and then you, there's no grudges being held. There's no like prolonging of this weird feeling or anything like that. It's like, it's said, it's out the system, it's done. So for me, in that aspect, like I've always been able to kind of release negative energy because I've just been able to get it out of my system rather than bottling it up and holding it in. But the softer side of things I've really always struggled with and is something that that's what I work on most. So for me, my biggest toxicity was literally like I find was my stubbornness and my um, struggle of vulnerability and showing vulnerability really was quite bad because if some upset me my trail of thought would be fuck they've upset me I don't want them to know that they've upset me so I now need to like get them back 10 times worse so it would just which is so toxic and so negative and just not the way about it and it's not how I'd think at all in at any point now and I would make like I I would always have a justification to my behavior but it would be at other people's expense it was literally like it was in secondary school I can't even remember what it was 
that got this argument happened but I got into an argument with some friends and I literally like I was the one that was in the wrong because they all stayed friends and I was the one that was like out like they were all pissed at me and at that point I was so stubborn and so like not I would never show vulnerability at all I would never apologize like I basically never apologize like I would never say sorry unless do you know what I mean like just that kind of person where it's like nah and at that point I remember where it was just like I was at home and I was like yeah I think I think it's me <laughs> oh this is awkward I think I'm issue. Um, and I think it was from that point, if I'm honest, that I really started to work on my stubbornness. That was the first toxic trait that I really started to work on was my stubbornness of like not being able to try and see someone else's point of view, like just being so stuck in like my opinion that it was like my opinion till I die kind of thing. That was literally yeah. the first one that I definitely kind of started to work on. I find it's so funny that we're like literally bestest friends now because I think if we were honestly if we'd have even tried to even speak before when we were in these sort of you know headspaces we no way would we have been friends no way we would not have gone no we would not have gone. I'd be like I would, have, I would have probably annoyed you to the point where I'd be like why didn't she like me and you're like you, you'd probably be like I don't even not like her she's just so irritating and I could see I would be I like could, yeah I could always see <laughs> through people that didn't know who they were. I could always see through yeah. that. And I would and be it, like, you'd like call it out. And I'd be like, oh my God. She sees I'm me. Like, I'm, I'm like, she sees me. Oh no. <laughs> oh, my, oh my veils, my walls. <laughs> she sees my through them. <laughs> but it would be like, and you know what it is? You know, honestly it is. I think the second, okay. So obviously you're, see how our toxic traits are completely opposite like literally yours is you know knowing exactly who you are but being ridiculously stubborn and me not knowing who I am and just wanting to please everybody and just be liked by everybody it was like when we realized that Mm -hmm. and actually stepped in who who we actually are like you started you know you know feeling those emotions and actually having like because you I genuinely do believe that you're like extremely compassionate person and you're like you're very empathetic I would say like obviously like I know you but do you know what I mean like you are but that's like yeah. the complete opposite of the character that you were before you know and like for yeah. me I own who I am now like I'm literally just like love me or leave me I really couldn't care because I love myself who I am you know but it does take a lot it takes a lot it doesn't happen yeah. overnight like, yeah 100% whoever, 100% if, if you are oh my god you probably like woke up one day and was like oh my god like um this is this is my like toxic trait and I just all of a sudden switch that's not how it goes like nothing happens overnight and like when I say patience is a virtue patience <laughs> is a virtue yeah and, the thing is, and is it literally you... is the key to anything yeah and you will still have these traits so like I will still definitely put my foot in it and say something that's like where I've been like quite insensitive and not actually thought about somebody else's feelings or how it would affect them and but the difference is that now when I'm called up on it I don't go into defense mode and bring the fucking guns out and I'm like all guns blazing like you attack me you attack me I attack you bitch like no it's not like that anymore it's kind of like oh like I yeah like I might be a little bit defensive at first because obviously the minute you're under attack and I say that with quotation marks um the minute you're like under attack you do immediately kind of go into defense mode of like well no that's not what I meant but 
I will always be like, okay, like, let me hear them out. Let me hear their side of the, like thing. Like, let me just hear their side of it, how they've received it, because it's so different. You need to understand this. And I think it's when I sort of started to hear these kinds of things, that's when things started to, you know, sink in a bit more, but like stuff like, it's not about how you like treat others, how you want to be treated. It's treat other people, how they want to be treated. And just because you've said something with the intention of one thing does not mean that it's going to be received in that way. And what actually is important is the way that it's been received, not the intention. It's how it's been received. So it doesn't matter if your intention was good, if it was received badly, it is bad. Like it don't matter. So for me, that's what I always found. I always found like, oh, well, that was not my intention. So the fact that that's how it's been received, like that's not what I want. So I'm really glad that you told me about this because that's definitely not where mind was at. My mind was at, but I completely understand now why you would take it like that. I don't think I meant it like this. What I think I meant was maybe this way yeah. more. Is like, well. Yeah, and it's just like, taking that responsibility of yourself of knowing like we are both good and bad like everyone is good and bad and nobody's perfect and like I can be a massive massive dick sometimes like I can and I know I can and like you've even just yeah like you've literally just even said like you now you're like oh my god you're like so compassionate and such an empath and it's like yes I am but I'm, I'm also very much not like, it really is like, it depends on the person. And like, when I have a connection with someone, I really feel deeply for that person. And when I feel like somebody is a genuine person, even if I'm not connected to them, but they're genuine, I can feel them. Like I feel that genuine, like that genuine energy and their emotions. I've really struggled to be an empath and compassionate towards someone what I just think it's wrong I don't feel anything there like it's emotionless like I have nothing like there's nothing and sometimes I genuinely am concerned it's about my emotional see- state because I'm like I might be a robot <laughs> <laughs> <There's> like, <nothing. laughs> but it like to be fair though like you you have said you were like you can see through like I would say that you are extremely extremely intuitive yeah <laughs> extremely intuitive and like like you said, you 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 like you can see through people's bullshit. Like you you have said that in the past, like multiple times. Like if you're bullshitting me, I can see it. Like and I'm just not gonna entertain it. No. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like I am all like sunshines and rainbows, and I think everyone's amazing, and I just think you're all lovely and joyful. Um, and then that's when it bites me in the butt sometimes because I always give people the benefit of the doubt. But that. Um, is such Which a nice trait to have change. I actually think mm. that that is a good trait but to have. it also also though it does, it does kind of make you quite gullible it isn't it is a lovely trait because you are literally like a ball of sunshine not all the time because that is physically impossible like I, yeah and I think people like there's a thing complete tangent but there's a thing called toxic positivity and that is where people are just continuously positive to the yeah. point where they don't even acknowledge it and I think that that is what I used to do. And that's another toxic trait that I'll honestly say. I used to be so like positive to the point where I didn't even believe that I was being positive, if that makes sense. Like I was, I knew it wasn't positive and like the situation wasn't a good situation, but I used to be like, I used to force the positive into it to the point where it would burn me out. Yeah. And then I'd be like, 
like I like a sun, like a ball of sunshine and then just like a dark hole that is like sinking into the abyss for like about I don't know just got a sinkhole in the background that you're yeah, ignoring you like it's just a sinkhole like I would just cry and just crawl into the depression and just stay there for a little bit and they were like okay I've been here for a while now like slowly creep out and then we're like I'm back to being sunshines and rainbows again and I think that that is not healthy and that is definitely a massive toxic trait that I had because I would believe that everything like like I said I would see the good in everything and everybody I believe you know I honestly believe that the sun shone out of people's asses sometimes I'll be like oh my god you're an amazing person like, I can't believe it like oh, I need like that kind of person like I would aggro I would agitate myself at times yeah um, but then again I'd be like so positive about things I'd, I'd see things from like a different perspective of people because I wanted to see the good in it like to the point where I wouldn't see the bad like it's one of those you know when you have it's no when you're like say for example in a relationship and you love that person so much or like you want to see that so much that you don't see any red flags you only see like yeah like, you got oh the blinkers God, on yeah you've got like literally like star glitter unicorn blinkers on and you're just like living in that zone forever and you can't see all the red flags on the out on the yeah. outside like try the universe literally trying to like show you this is a bad thing but you're completely ignoring it and like that for me I used to ignore them and I used to ignore them with my chest because I was like I ain't doing that like I, uh, nope I can't deal with that to the point where I'm like, <laughs> like nope ain't happening because I knew and I think what it was is like I was either ridiculously positive or ridiculously negative like there was no in between for me like yeah. I would be like the most positive person but if you saw me in a like a really really down state like I would literally be like in a dark hole I would have just I'll be sunk like I would be completely utterly drained it is yeah. literally like if you just imagine a sinkhole I would just be at the bottom of that like just there like yeah. depression everything everything dying like I'm so like it was awful like everything that could go wrong like all negative thoughts through my head and I was zero I was either that or like sunshines and rainbows and like there was no happy medium of accepting both you know feelings you know like and if you you have to physically feel both feelings because if you completely cut off one feeling the other yeah. the other feeling is like you're trying to magnitude like you're trying to magnify yeah. that feeling but you have to have a balance and me being a Libra of continuously trying to not be balanced is the worst thing ever. If you're a Libra out there and you're listening, do not try and unbalance yourself. I need you to understand this because we are meant to be balanced, okay? We can't deal with only one side of something. I yeah. don't think anyone can deal with one side of something. But oh, it's like my favourite saying. Right. It's like my favourite quote from Incredible. <laughs> if everyone was a superhero, then no one would be. Oh my God, literally. <laughs> it's so true it's literally so true and it's like if like well like for example if it was sunny every day we like if it was raining every single day we wouldn't really be happy for the sun you know and if it was sunny every single day we wouldn't be happy for the rain you know like you have to think about everything needs balance we would probably die like not even a joke we'd probably die if we never had sunshine ever again we would definitely die we'd definitely die because nothing would ever grow again and if we only had sun and if it was only raining yeah we would never we would die we'd definitely die like you need the good times and the bad and it's like you need the bad that's exactly the same with every single person like you need you everyone has bad traits 
and everyone has good positive traits everyone has them and it's like there are certain things that like I would have considered bad traits or like actually genuinely did get called like bad traits of mine growing up being like bossy for example one of them being bossy was a bad trait and nobody likes to be like oh you're so bossy like no one likes it I am bossy like I'm a bossy motherfucker like I can't help it I cannot help it. It is my Aries moon. Like I, I like my emotions, I like my leadership <laughs> and just taking charge. I can't help it. I can't help it. I was a natural born leader, baby. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but like, to be fair though, like those who actually, once you get to know Lily, as you will throughout this entire amazing coming Empress journey, her bossiness is literally what balances me out because I am flighty AF, guys. I literally go on ridiculous tangents all the time. Lily has pulled me back. This has pulled me back. Like, I have all these crazy creative ideas and she'll be like, right, structure these. And it's just the, it's the yin and the yang. Yeah, it's we work so But it's, it's, it's so some much. traits that you will have that are, again, quotation marks, toxic. Some of your toxic traits or your not so great traits aren't actually that bad if you can manage them. So like... For me, for example, my bossiness, like, yeah, it can be a bit of a negative trait sometimes, but I'm aware of it and I'm aware that I can be bossy. So now when someone calls me out and is like, you're being bossy or like, stop telling me what to do. I don't take it offensively. I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I do that because I know I do that. So I'm like, oh, sorry. And I'll just be like, yeah, no, I do that sometimes. And I'll just take a step back. And it's not like, it's not a bad thing. It's not a negative thing. There's no like argument coming out of it being like, I'm not, nah, 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 which used to be. Whereas like other traits that I would have that was negative, like my stubbornness and like my argumentativeness, like I was such a hothead or even like my lack of um, vulnerability of showing when I was hurt and, and almost like masking and deflecting that with like anger and like attacking someone. Um, those negative traits where it's like, that's not good. Like, I don't want to be that kind of person. That's what I really worked on to like actually change and actually improve. So it's like now, sure, I don't, I do still at times struggle with vulnerability, but I'm so much more in tune with my own emotions and how other people affect me. So if someone was to annoy me, I would say you're annoying me rather than, do you know what I mean? Like hiding that. Or if someone's upset me beforehand, I used to be like, no, you've actually pissed me off. I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, no, you've actually upset me. Like that's upset me. I'm sad. Like I, that's hurt me. It's hurt my feelings. And I don't have shame. It was almost like I felt shame in being hurt by someone. And I didn't want them to know that they'd hurt me. So I would hurt them back as a deflect because it's like trying to deflect it with a mirror but it, it doesn't work like that. Um, so there is like toxic traits that people, toxic traits that you will have that aren't like, you know, they're manageable. You can deal with it. Like my bossiness, for example, um, or your, your, for your example, like mm. your, yours that you would consider would be that you always see the good in people and like a bit gullible. That to me, I don't think is like a negative trait that you need to work on. That's kind of like, you need to be aware of that so that it's like you're yeah. understanding that like you do do that sometimes. So sometimes you need to open your eye a bit more or be aware that you may potentially be fucked over more often. But I still, I've always admired people that are like that and that are people that are like you. 
um, I've always I've, I've said this when we like first really became friends it's like people like you are the kind of people that I become really like protective over because people like me she's very protective take advantage of that <laughs> like I would have taken such advantage of that when I was younger and like before I'd even grown do you know what I mean like people that just see the good in you and like are really naive to it and do anything and everything for other people I would have walked all over that so that I could have just like been a lazy motherfucker and done nothing and got you to do everything for me. Like hundred percent, I would have walked all over that. And um, especially there's so many people that have such like negativity in their life in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of upset, a lot of sadness, a lot of hurt that has yet to be managed. And when those kinds of things get ignored and get left and get pushed down it turns into resentment bitterness jealousy envy turns into like really poisonous traits and really poisonous energy yeah it really does and that's that's when you start getting the hate comments that's when you get the judgy comments that's when you get all of the people putting other women down or other men down or whatever it is and calling each other names when you don't even know the person and bitching about somebody else and nah, 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 and all that kind of shit it all comes from un- yeah it all comes from un what is the word untreated sadness <laughs> and they're like they're not accepting the feelings and I feel like that's definitely what it is if you, if you continuous and I think what it is is like when you continuously push down a feeling mm-hmm. like for example um, I don't know you're angry or you're you're envious of someone like if you continuously push down that feeling of like oh you know it it manifests in you because you still have that feeling in you yeah you know what I mean yeah it's like for example for me for example I would always try and be happy and I'll try and be positive and I'll try and do all that kind of stuff because but I'm pushing down all the feelings of sadness I'm pushing down all the feelings of like actually no I didn't like what that person said okay no I'm not going to react to it I'm just going to push it down you know you're pushing everything down and it's physically it's still in you and I think people don't understand that is that your feelings are in you and they're part of you as well. And they're also part of your energy. So if if you're trying to protrude this amazing energy of like sunshine and light and all that kind of stuff as well, and just seeing the good in things or like trying to be optimistic and like, because you don't want to be a pessimist. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's negative connotations to certain words that people, you know, put down, like, you know, frown upon, you know, you don't want to be bossy. You don't want to be controlling. You don't want to, are you, gonna, are you jealous? Are you joking? Like that, you don't want stuff like that. So you, like for people like, or people, people pleasers like me <laughs> would push them down and then they would manifest within us and then something will like don't get me wrong you like the more shit that you push down okay it comes up like a bloody volcano like it is you can't you can you, you can only feel so much like it's not an it's not a limitless bottomless abyss okay it's not it stops like you then you'll basically then hit a limit and then you'd feel all those emotions all at once. And that is when I would go into the pit. That is literally when I would go into the pit of despair. <laughs> Let's call it the pit <laughs> of despair. Because um, <laughs> that's where I was. Um, and it hurt. Like it was just such a dark place down then. I wouldn't wish it on like my worst enemy, like at all. Because when you're down in the dumps, <laughs> 
in the pit of despair. You can't see anything. It's just dark. It's gray. Nothing makes sense. Like you feel all the emotions and it's like the worst place to ever be in. Um, and it does take a long time to kind of come out of that pit of despair because you're feeling all those emotions then because all the emotions you've suppressed, all the emotions that you tried not to accept within yourself, you're going to feel them. And it was really, it's a bad trait, obviously. I think, but even within myself, like because I wanted to be liked by people, I wouldn't react to things that are upsetting, you know? Like I wouldn't be like, oh, actually, no, I didn't. You said that and I didn't actually like that. I wouldn't accept that. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, it's all good. I would always say, no worries, all good. It's okay. Like those three things, (laughs) I still say now, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would say it to people like they'll like for example say for example someone was late or something right and I've been waiting there I'm waiting there like I am if those who know me and those who want you get to know me I'm on time all the time I'd rather be an hour early than five minutes late people like you said Lily will take advantage of that and start to realize oh okay I can do it once I can do it twice I can do it three times and then the second you feel like it's a problem and I'll be like, actually, no, I don't appreciate you being late because time is of the, like, I value my time. The person who would then take advantage would be like, we didn't have an issue before. Yeah. So why do an issue? You know? And it's like, you physically have to, if something, and I say this with my chest now, because I've learned it the hard way of having to re, like, take back my, my self-worth, you know? Resetting like, boundaries is so hard. Resetting your boundaries once those boundaries like just didn't exist is so hard because then, yeah. in like in general, you potentially could lose so many friends because those friends that you or like you know relationships, colleagues, all that kind of stuff, they wouldn't they were never boundaries, they were never set because but the second then you set them, they've been that you have a problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because they're like, no well, longer benefiting was- from these new boundaries. They're no longer benefiting exactly exactly and it's like when you you and I think sometimes when you go on like you know this journey of self-worth owning yourself actually owning your and taking responsibility for who you are and then setting those boundaries for who you actually are you know actually realizing who you are and be like okay this is what I accept this is what I won't accept and having to physically then put that out into the world is the true test because if you are like a people please like me the second someone will be like well it didn't matter before you could easily like go back into oh yeah no it's okay don't worry about it you have to own your shit own it if you say to someone I do not accept this don't accept it because the second you then slip back into it they're going to take advantage of that you know and I genuinely do believe people who are supposed to be in your life will accept you for who you are people who do not accept you for who you are are not supposed to be in your life and because and if they disappear it's because they're no longer benefiting from your lack of boundaries and they're no longer benefiting from who you were do you know what I mean 100%. 100%. and like this is probably why they didn't get along so well because we know our boundaries and we accept each other for who we are you know like if I'm having a down day I'm like bitch I'm having a down day I haven't got time for this like she knows who I am and I yeah. can be fully who I am with Lily like like 100% and she can be exactly who she is with me because I'm just accepting anyway um but it's just one of those things it's like if you feel like you can't be yourself once you own yourself with that person don't think of it as a loss just be like you know what there's room for somebody else who's going to come in and it does take time and it definitely is hard but it's fully accepting your emotions accepting you for who you are and then owning that 
is the next step of you know accepting yourself and owning your shit because you need to realize that you're rediscovering yourself and you're rediscovering your own boundaries and that takes time and people then are going to start to rediscover you as well it can be a journey for everybody involved it doesn't have to just be yeah. you um and you'll then end up finding people that are like you or not like you but connect with you in a really really lovely way um and those are your authentic people your authentic tribe because you're actually owning mm-hmm. your own shit you're owning your top traits you're owning yourself for who you are i also find i think to wrap this up when you do start out on this journey like this is definitely the first step to take 100 percent is starting to take responsibility for yourself and looking at your personal toxic traits that you have and just starting to like pick them up in your everyday routine in your everyday conversations in your everyday relationships in just every single aspect of your life really start to pick up on those toxic traits and the best advice I can give is speak to the person that you are closest with and be like these are some things that I've noticed within myself that are quite toxic actually and that I'm wanting to work on I trust you to come to me in the best way when I'm behaving in a certain way that is like, you know, in these boxes, for example, if I am being too bossy, if I am being insensitive, if I am, you know, being controlling, or if I am being rude or whatever, like that you will come to me and say, hey, you're being bossy right now. And not do it in a way that's going to embarrass me in front of everyone, but like pull me aside, give me like, just pull me up on it because it is hard at first and you will be defensive at first and you will kind of be like, in denial sometimes when someone pulls you up you'll have that denial stage and then but you'll sit about it like you'll sit about it you'll sit and think about it so someone's pulled you up and because you are now aware okay these are things I'm trying to work on you'll be like you'll analyze that situation and you'll go okay you know what I was being a bit stubborn actually okay well now I'm aware that 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 thing there triggered that so now if that happens again I can make a different choice And it's just like, you're going to make the mistakes. You're not going to just switch overnight. Like you've said already, like it's not going to just happen overnight. Like you're going to continue to make these mistakes. You're going to continue to show these traits. Oh my God, that rhymed. You're going to continue to make these mistakes. You're going to continue to show these traits. Hey, Um, but you are going to continue to show those kinds of, I know. I'm Dr. Seuss, baby. Um, But you you are literally going to be, you know, it, it is you growing. So like, give yourself well give yourself compassion in the fact that you are starting to do that inner work and that you are starting to you know look within yourself but also be aware that you are probably going to lose friendships that it is potentially going to get kind of lonely and don't fear lonely because actually it's really not that scary I think a lot of people are so so scared of being alone but once you start to really understand who you are I actually think that this is probably going to terrify so many people what I'm about to say, but I actually think you start to realize that everyone is alone because you will never, ever, ever, actually ever fully, fully know someone inside out because you will never be able to read their thoughts every single second. The only thing that you have hundred percent guarantee of is who you are, the thoughts that you have, the feelings that you have and the choices that you make. That is the only thing you have hundred percent guarantee over because they are your personal experience. And that's it. Everyone else, you the only thing that you know is what they are telling you. And they could be telling you absolute bullshit. You are trusting that they're not lying to you. And they're probably not giving you 
100% of every single running thought that's going through their head. So the only thing that you have guarantee over is yourself. So it's kind of just like, there's no better place to start than to start with your own toxic traits and just actually like who you are. I don't think there's anything sadder than for you to go on living your life without liking who you are. That's so sad to me. So this is, I think we should, yeah, we should end this episode here. So this is the end of our first episode of the Becoming Empress podcast with your hosts, Lily and Jar. Um, We will definitely be, you know, releasing Mm -hmm. probably, do you know what guys, I'll be honest, we haven't even really thought about the logistics. We'll probably think about that at another point, but maybe once a week, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Release an episode once a week. We'll see. Um, Once a week. But yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and we will probably sort out socials and all that stuff later. We've just, you know what, we just wanted to jump in and actually just get an episode out there straight away before doing everything else because you know what, action speaks louder than words. Um, Yeah. Less talking, more action. So you can follow us singly on singly. I don't even know if that's even right phrase, but I hope you know what I'm talking you about. You can follow both of us on social media. Follow both of us on social media. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we will see you next week with the next one. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Bye.